Johnny Dodge joins us now on the Radio Tab Breakfast Show to talk basketball. Body, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you today? I'm extraordinary. Thank you for your kind inquiry. Made the call worthwhile. <laughs> are you <laughs> off to Woodville today about lunchtime? Uh, no, no, I shall not be. At uh, lunchtime, I'll be off to probably faster pasta. Pastor, Pastor, there is a there is an announcement with the Adelaide Thirty Sixers today. Yes, I believe they're going to be announcing that uh, Scott Ninnis, who who coached the Thirty Sixers for a couple of years, a few years back, and was a championship winner with um, with the club way back in nineteen eighty six, and then again as a player in nineteen ninety eight, and then as an assistant coach in uh, Phil Smythe's era and next next the following year, has coached state league three years. Two with Sturt, won the championship both years. State leadership, I should say now, is NBL 1 Central. And last last year he came back to coaching with South Adelaide and they won the championship. So he's three for three as a, a NBL 1 coach. His team is currently in second place this season. And I believe he'll be announced as an assistant coach with um, to CJ Bruton. And I think down the track you might see that um, one of the players he's got playing for him, Alex Starling, an American, a 6'6 American, who uh, originally came here to play AFL for the Sydney Swans uh, back in 2012. He's naturalised. He's been a very good player in our, in our uh, NBL. Won central competition for many years, won the Willacott medal two or three times now, won championships. And as a naturalised player, he'll be coming into the lineup as well. And I don't know whether that will be Scott's influence or the fact that Starling is a very good player. He's one of those guys that should have been in the league, but wasn't good enough to hold down an import spot, but it's certainly good enough to hold down a local spot as a naturalised player. So, yes, they're finally on a bit of a move. I mean, the only other move they've made is, is Jason Caddy and signing him from Brisbane Bullets. So I think the, the natives in Adelaide are a little bit restless, put it that way. They're looking forward to some, some announcements that are positive. Potty, uh, just on the NBL, any other major moves afoot, either player roster-wise or coaching-wise? Oh, yes, it's been it's been crazy this past week. You should be happy in Brisbane. You've picked up a terrific player in Mitch Norton from the Perth Wildcats where he was a, a championship winner. Originally started out with um, Townsville, played at Illawarra, now Perth, and then now back to Brisbane. And that's going to be a pretty good, pretty good um, backcourt Brisbane had. If you look at Mitch Norton, Nathan Sobey, and the two... Two Tyros they've picked up from uh, Tasmania Jack Jumpers in um, Isaac White and Sam McDaniel. So uh, their backcourt is uh, in pretty good shape already. So Brisbane Bullets fans would be um, rubbing their hands together going, OK, because Mitch Norton, he's had a couple of rough seasons at Perth and he was still under contract. They let him They let him go. Um, um, that's because the Wildcats are going in a completely different direction now. I think it's south. <laughs> but... Oh, really? um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it used to be up near the top. I don't know what direction they're going there. But anyway, um, so that Norton guy, was is I was surprised at that because he was sort of uh, the next version of Damien Martin. Um, and so he has held down that spot. But the last couple of injuries, the last couple of years, sorry, he's had injuries which have uh, negated his effectiveness. And I think I think Perth thought, well, we've seen the best of him. It's time to move him on. I think if you, if you can get him back fully healthy, He's going to still be a, a major asset for the board. So that's a, that's a good move. Todd Blanchfield is a, one of his former teammates. Also, they both started out at Townsville. Blanchfield started there as well as 
Lord Norton. He's also been at Illawarra, and he's been also at uh, Melbourne and Sydney and, and Perth and was a championship winner of the Wildcats. They've let him go. His form has been very inconsistent over the last year. They sort of made the decision probably halfway through the season to shift him to the bench where he'd been a starter and a regular contributor. But I think John really is the coach there, just ran out of patience with his you know, on-again, off-again game. So he's been released as well. He's, he's heading into the Illawarra Hawks lineup, which is shaping up as a, a pretty good group. But the big one, the one we talked about last week, Luke Travers. He's gone to uh, Melbourne United. As expected for, on a three-year deal, so he's he's made a major commitment to um, to play for United, and that team now is looking very, very good. I remember a couple of weeks ago, I was saying they only had two two contracted players, and that was uh, Shay Ely and Chris Goulding. And I thought, well, there's a there's a lot of scope there, and boy, have they filled up in in good shape. They, they Ariel Hakpoti, the German next star, seven footer, that played from two years ago, and then was out with an injury all of last year. He, his his was the first big signing. Then Joe Lualakul, who was a NBL All-Star 5 first team in his uh, second season with the club, which was two years ago. He spent the last season playing... Let me let me find this. He played playing in China's CBA for the Nanjing Tongzi Monkey Kings. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure you've heard, heard of, Yeah, well, that's... A lot of players go through the Nanjing Tongji Monkey Kings on their way to success. Have you got a team <laughs> chant for his body? <laughs> no, no, there's a lot of ooh, ooh, involved. But he, he's, he's back and he's going to be ripping things up because um, he is a very good player. So, again, they add him. They add, they, that's two big guys for their front court that are very dangerous. He's in close to seven foot as well. Joe Luella And then we've got Luke Travers. A big one there, and now you add Shaley and, and um, Chris Gordon, and you've got what a starting lineup. And we haven't even got an import there yet. Okay, and then another big one they've signed, who should be a bit of a surprise, is, is um, Flynn Cameron, who's the son of Perro Cameron, who played uh, in Queensland for the uh, um, back in the day for the Gold Coast Blazers. Prior to that, he was a championship. Um, person and player, one of the greats Perro Cameron, so if his son has been playing college basketball with even you know, a third as good as the old man he's, he's going to be a huge asset and the big talk is that once the Sacramento Kings are done with the NBA uh, finals, which they're very much alive and haven't just been Golden State Warriors that Matthew Delavadova might be heading back also to the Melbourne United outfit, so um, they're shaping up now. All of a sudden, there's uh, a very dangerous and definite championship contender. Body, one player we mentioned last week as an Australian doing very well in the NBA is Josh Giddy. We know when they hit the, the headlines there or the big time, they have million-dollar contracts. But it was so refreshing to see. and It doesn't come as a surprise that, that Josh Giddy has shown yep. his commitment for the national colours of Australia again. He wants to be a b- part of the Boomers World Cup. He wants to be part of the Olympic team going forward as well. He's the next generation that's going to keep moving us forward. He's one of those men that is completely committed to the green and gold. You know, for, for eons, for decades, the goal of any Australian basketball player was to play for the Boomers, to, to go to an Olympics. That was everybody's goal. The goal of every American basketball player is to play in the NBA. And so now what we've had is uh, more and more Australian players going to the NBA and 
that boomers priority being less less so and, and making big money and, and keep looking after your health and, and playing in the NBA has become the priority. Well, it's just, yeah, as you say, refreshing. But but it was never in any doubt. When when you saw Josh Giddy uh, on the fringe and, and Xavier Cooks, who's had an MVP year in the NBA and, and is now playing in the NBA or, or was to Washington got eliminated. But um, to see these guys... Um, playing there, you, you just know that they were committed to the Australian program because those two, Giddy and Cooks, were, were on the fringe of making that Boomers team which won, which historically won the bronze medal um, at the Tokyo Olympics and they were part of the... They, they played a couple of games in the warm-up games when, when Brian Gorge and the coach chose to arrest some players, so you just knew that those two guys being in that atmosphere and, and just... Knowing what it's like to be a, a boomer, to represent Australia at the highest level, those guys are always going to put their hand up to play for Australia. I'm, I'm never going to be surprised by that. I'll be surprised when Ben Simmons puts his hand up. Just on Josh Goody, our grandson, who's a basketball mad fan, uh, as most kids are, and his little brother, they've both got uh, Josh Goody's singlet uh, with his number, and he was telling we were talking about it the other day, and he said every kid in his district, they live in Albury, has got the same. You can't you can't buy one there. They're sold out. Yeah. Well, you know, if they want, they should uh, look a little bit further and try and find his Adelaide 36ers singlet. Okay. Because yeah. that one exists too. I mean, that's a, that's a real novelty. But um, the Sixers, Sixers oh, certainly yeah. merchandised Giddy when he was here. Well, so, yeah, you, know, you can get his singlet. A Sixers don't, don't have to be okay. He can be a 36ers. Yeah, yeah. No, he's uh, well. He's front page news here, but he's he's yep. even a big story over there. Uh, but just looking at the press each day after the matches are over, there's a lot of focus on him. Yeah, well, you know that first um, playing game that they had, um, where he went for 31 points and 10 assists and nine rebounds was just a phenomenal performance. You know, 31 points was his equal career high in the NBA. They shut him down in the next game. Mike Connolly did a huge job on him in the next game, but you, you've got to remember he's only 20, and yeah. the things he's been doing for the last two years are far in excess of what anybody expected or predicted of him. We, we knew he'd, he'd make it in the NBA. Many of us were confident of that, but his progress and, and the way he also carries himself, he's, he's an Australian we can be proud of. You know, on the international scene, every now and then you, you come across um, an Australian who's doing well but is a, is a bit of a dick. You know, there's the, the few in the tennis ranks and just around the place, you know, you sort of go, oh, geez, I wish, wish they were more Aussie, more like a true bloke, fair dinkum, all those things. Giddy is all of those. He's a great guy, and any success he has, he's worked his butt off for, and and he deserves. And it's just, it's just great to see that he'll be uh, at the World Cup, in the World Cup this year and and the Paris Olympics next year. Good on you, buddy. Always a pleasure to catch up with you, mate, and talk basketball. Uh, today was no different. We'll chat again soon, mate. I look forward to it, guys. Thanks, yeah. buddy. There he is, Body Nodge.